Longtime Taiwan resident Carrie Kellenberger has lived with several autoimmune diseases, including one called ankylosing spondylitis, since 2009. Between that and other associated illnesses, Kellenberger has been left wheelchair-bound and in pain for more than two decades. While a medical diagnosis is enough to get disabled persons like Kellenberger basic privileges like a disabled parking permit, Kellenberger has had to fight for the right to be recognized as a disabled person in Taiwan, and she's not the only one. She shares her story in this week's edition of Taiwan Talk. So for me right now, um, my day-to-day challenges, I'm, I'm housebound, uh, and I've been housebound for um, five, over five years. It's really, really hard for me to leave my home. Um, that's because um, many places in Taiwan are not accessible to people in wheelchairs. Right now, um, we would just love to be able to get a handicapped parking pass uh, to make our trips to the hospital easier. So I average 50 to 60 visits to the hospital per year. Uh, my diseases are very serious. They need to keep uh, a check on things. They need to be checking my blood regularly and monitoring the meds that I'm on. Um, those visits add up. And then on top of that, um, my husband does things like he'll pull up to the front of the hospital entrance, unload my wheelchair, get me into my wheelchair, leave me at the front of the hospital. Then he goes and parks. Then he comes back. He pushes me to my appointments. We go and get my prescriptions. Uh, then we do my tests. And then we reverse all of it. We, he leaves me at the door at, at the hospital. He goes and gets the car. And then he loads my chair and me back into the car. And then we come home. And that kind of a situation happens everywhere in Taiwan because venues are not accessible here. So after a while, it just gets easier to not venture out and to stay home because at least when we're home, uh, I have a modicum of control inside my, my home. When I step out my doors, it's, it's chaos outside. Um, the other thing that would really help, um, because we're really struggling right now, I don't want to put an emphasis on money, because this campaign is not about money. It's not about getting money from the government. Um, it's about being recognized. But I want to give people an idea of how expensive it is to be chronically ill and disabled. Um, my monthly medical expenses are 32000 NT a month. And I was spending an average of uh, $384,000 each year from 2018 to 2022 just on my medications. So we've burned through our savings and are barely making ends meet right now. Um, The money that we are able to bring in, we put that towards our living situation because uh, we might as well be comfortable here because we can't afford anything outside of our doors. So it's very, very expensive to be chronically ill and disabled if you're a foreigner. So being able to get access to subsidies or discounts to medical equipment or medicine or discounted entries to different kinds of venues in Taiwan would be amazing. Um, maybe you don't know that you need a disability certificate if you want to enter any type of venue in Taiwan. And that means for me, because I'm a foreigner, I can't access that venue at a discounted price, even though a person like me who is in a wheelchair can't take advantage of all the things that an attraction or an exhibit might offer. So um, my, my personal take, actually, is that Taiwan healthcare is excellent. Um, I... 
I'm able to see a doctor and I'm able to access uh, care whenever I need it. And that has been really great. Um, but the problem um, stemming with the government right now and not being able to get any kind of support in that sense is that, number one, I can't save for my future and my future looks uncertain. Um, but also not having that official recognition makes people feel unseen and unheard. It's like we're invisible. From a public's perspective, I know that if people knew about this issue with uh, foreign residents not being able to get disability recognition, especially if those people have a loved one or a senior in their family who struggles, then they would know how important this is. But I think that the public is largely unaware of this problem, and I also think that the government plays a part in that because they don't help to educate the public. They're not running any kind of campaigns on disability or accessibility or anything like that. And people often forget that many of us do not have extended families here in Taiwan that can help us. So people like my husband and I, it's just us. Um, we don't have anyone that can help us navigate the day-to-day -day challenges that we face. And in terms of getting back to why um, the government uh, has been a challenge to work with, I want to highlight that we're really grateful that Legislator Ting Yu Wong and Legislator Claire Wong are working on us with this. Um, they understood right away that this is a human rights issue and that we all must take care of each other. But it does surprise me that the Ministry of Health and Welfare is stalling on this issue by demanding examples of countries that reciprocate. So um, David Chung and his team, um, his amazing team at Crossroads, they came up with 72 countries that currently offer disability services to Taiwanese who live abroad in April when we, when we were asked, uh, asked that question. So the government has been stalling and buying time with these types of requests, and we have continued to meet these requests and provide answers to the information that they want. We've done everything that the Ministry of Health and Welfare has asked for, and when we launched in March 2023, one of the things that they wanted was case studies. So I've been collecting cases through my own advocacy work via mysevilworlds.com since 2009. And many of our cases that we highlighted in our petition uh, either come from My Several Worlds or they're coming from local women's groups. So I've worked with orphanages here that care for foreign children who have been abandoned and I also have access to women in this group, and I know that my story and other stories are not unusual. I've collected examples of parents here in Taiwan who are foreigners, but they gave birth to their child here in Taiwan, and their child is excluded from accessing disability services. They were told by the Ministry of Health and Welfare to go home because there's no chance of them accessing help here for their child, and that blows my mind. And it keeps happening. Um, we had another case that came in this weekend. Um, we have a wife here who is struggling to care for her foreign husband who had a stroke nine years ago. So I don't want to speak badly of anyone or shame anyone, uh, but I can't understand why the government continues to let this happen and why they haven't taken immediate steps to rectify it because there is no law saying that they can't help. In fact, they are not abiding by the law when they are excluding foreigners from disability services, despite the fact that Taiwan has signed and pledged to abide by the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities and the Convention on the Rights of, of Children. And that's, a sad, that's sad and unfair, as many of us here have been here for years. Uh, we've paid our taxes. 
those taxes go to help local people with the same problems with disability. We run our Taiwanese businesses here. We bring talent to Taiwan. We're participating in every way, shape, and form, but we are not benefiting. What does go home actually mean? To me, it doesn't really mean anything because I am home. Taiwan is my home. I've been here for 20 years. I've lived half my adult life here. I've worked half my adult life here. So when I'm told to go home, um, it hurts. It, it reiterates that I'm, I'm not a part of Taiwan. I'm not a part of the community or the society here. And people don't see me as such. You are listening to Carrie Kellenberger. And that does it for this week's edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Hope Go. Do join us again next week. Thank you for tuning in.